Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're doing well this week. And whatever that means for you, whether it's, I know, I like, I know finals, it's really heavy right now. And if you're similar to me, you're about to wrap up like your semester and just not take classes anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I know it's tough right now because we have so many things going through our mind. Having assignments and deadlines that need to be met in the current program or university you're at. And if you're applying to jobs right now or grad programs because you're about to finish up, that's another heavy thing on top of the deadlines and other commitments you have to finish up where you're currently at, if that all makes sense. So it's like, I'm here with you. And that's why I just, I really wanted to sit down. And I mean, I'll still include some other things like my little innocent doses of chisme here and there and the quote, things like that. But I, cutting cutting off as much fluff as I can, I really want to talk about the importance of mentorship, peer mentors, Heck, even accountability coaches, shout out to Valerie for Latina Grad Guide for hosting that type of sessions. I believe it was last summer, but I'm pretty sure I've also mentioned it in the past. But it's so important and it's so crucial. And I don't know who's tuning into this episode. I, I really don't. I mean, I hope it is students who are pursuing a higher education or are just looking for empowerment or just first gen that want community. But that's why, let's just go ahead and get started. When I, when I first started in community college, I don't remember if I shared this before in an episode, pero I cried so much at the thought of me graduating from high school and going to a community college and crying. It, the tears weren't because, oh, I, I have to go to community college. No, the tears were, oh my gosh, I'm going to fail at college. Like I had already put the limited belief in my brain. <laughs> and I, I know it definitely had to do with the fact of not just insecurities, but limiting beliefs that were placed on me as a first-gen U.S. citizen-born Latina. And I was still just trying to learn and navigate. I didn't even know the word limiting beliefs existed at the time. All I knew was just, I'm scared. Even though there was a name and is a name for everything that I was feeling. I just didn't know it at the time. But, you know, I just, I persevered and then I continued. And then, never in a million years did I actually think I would transfer, but I did end up transferring to UCSB, which, oh my gosh, always talk about them because so many, so many memories, a lot of things that made me who I am today. And same thing, before transferring, a lot of tears, I couldn't believe it, and it's weird because it's... I would find myself in positions where I would get angry with myself for being so scared, but it's because I was angry because I didn't know how to explain it, how to describe it, especially because I had no one else in my immediate family, extended family that had pursued a community college degree or a four-year university degree, you know what I'm saying, bachelor's, etc. And well... I eventually graduated, made it through there, and then as you all know, started a master's, dropped out, 
I'm here finishing up credential program, literally. And all I have to say as I look back in all of this, even right now, as I'm applying to PhD programs while finishing up my credential, I, I know I always wanted to help others. I knew I valued education, higher education, even though it scared me so much because even though I valued it, I didn't think I was worthy of it, which is so crazy to think about, but it's the honest truth. And looking back, it really was the mentors that I had, peer mentors, like student mentors, as well as faculty mentors. And I know it's because of the ways they have impacted me is it really does play one of the important factors as to why Cafecito con Estrellita was created. Other reasons too, but those are that's one of the top. Because just having that support makes a difference. Because look, when I started community college, I mean, I always had jobs. I had to paying paying just out of you know because that's a whole other thing. And. If it wasn't for, because I did, I would go to the counselor's office to like check up, like making sure I was doing my see my general ed correctly, but I didn't even know what degree to pursue. I didn't even know what types of clubs or extracurriculars I could consider getting into. And then I eventually found one, Cybeta, which gave me the mentors. And believe it or not, those mentors from that two-year community college honor society are the same mentors that gave me support when I transferred and are the same master mentors that wrote me my letters of recs for my master's program, for my credential program. And one of them is actually writing my letter of rec for PhD programs right now. And when there is a sense of community, especially when you feel that support, that connection from someone who is doing what you hope to do one day, it's just so important. And I will tell you this, the faculty and the mentors that, that guided me primarily in community college, they were also first gen, but I didn't even know what first gen meant at the time. I would hear them say the term, but I just still didn't understand it because I was trying to understand everything else in my life. Like, what am I trying to study? What kind of clubs am I trying to do? What do, what do I want for my career in higher education? Am I even able to obtain that? How can I explain to my loved ones that this and that, you know, it was a lot going on. So then when I had transferred to UCSB, believe it or not, it was after I got off of academic probation, pero UCSB was the first time that not only I had first-generation mentors, but I had first-generation mentors that were Hispanic and Latinx a-o. I had never had that because, I don't know, I just hadn't. But that was, I mean, I know now that I'm older, but at the time I just, I realized it, but I didn't realize how impactful having having that expansion of not just first-generation support, but also first-generation support from leaders, faculty, peers, that relates so much to me culturally. And it was actually one of my professors from the Spanish department that mentored me out of academic probation. She didn't have to, but for some reason, when I went to her office hours, just to talk about my exams, 
I just started crying. And she was, you know, concerned. And I kind of opened up to her, but I didn't open up that much. And then eventually on dead week, I don't, I don't want to give the wrong, how can I say this? The wrong connotation of what dead week is because it's been a little while, but basicamente dead week is kind of like, there's no classes, no nada at UCSB specifically from what I know. And because there's no classes and nothing's really supposed to happen on campus, students are able to just fully study, study, study and catch up on their things and whatnot. Well, that's the, that's the goal. Okay, okay, pausa. Whew, I'm starting to get a little too passionate over here, but let's recenter, let's rekindle. So, mi gente, as I was saying, <laughs> it's just, and I, I, that's one thing I always tried to do that. For the professors, I really felt made an impact for me, whether it was for sprouting a seed in me I didn't know could happen or because I genuinely enjoyed the class or whatever it may be, I always like to send a thank you email at the end of the semester. Y luego, at the end of saying da-da-da, also, profe, I wanted to let you know that there's a chance I might not be coming back to Santa Barbara because I'm on academic probation and this was the last semester for me to get these certain grades to get out. I mean, to get off of it, but it, I don't think I'm going to get them. And of course I was being hard on myself because I did eventually get the, the better, I don't want to say it was a 4.0 because that's a lie, but the better grades needed to get me off academic probation and help me continue to move forward. And then that's when <laughs> that's when she, I didn't even know she would email back because the response email that I got was from, it was one of those emails, sorry if I don't say the right term, pero the ones that are out of office, like, oh, da-da-da, I'll respond back in January, algo así. And 30 minutes after receiving that email, I got an actual email from her. And she was basically, you know, thanking me for the acknowledgement, but also reassuring that everything was going to be fine. And that as soon as winter quarter, no, not winter, as soon as spring quarter was going to start, she wanted me to go to her office hours because I was already registered, even though I thought I was going to get officially kicked out. I was already registered to take her class for the next quarter. But anyways... So that's exactly what I did. The first day of that quarter, I went to her class, not her class, her office hours, and we just sat and we talked. And, you know, we were talking, I was, I, would, I went into her office hours thinking that she was just going to tell me, oh, you need to study this way, you need to focus this way. And she did, but what really awed me was the fact that she had also told me part of her background where even though she knew for someone like myself, family and culture expectations were so important that I should really consider to not let them overpower me so much when I'm trying to navigate my higher education. And she said it in Spanish in her cute, like, oh my gosh. And it was in that moment that I was like, oh, like, she, I had never heard that before in higher ed. I, I just had it. And I didn't know how bad I needed to. 
And then after that, she eventually told me about this center called Ondas at UCSB. And it's geared toward, it's a first generation student success center. I'm not sure if it's still there, but I think it is. And she had told me she's one of the faculty that goes to support, tutor, etc. of first generation students that go there. And she told me as, as um, her mentee, she wanted me to go on the exact days and times because she only used to go twice a week that she was going so I could have a place and accountability just to really, really focus. And that really changed it for me. And she didn't have to do that. But I'm just so thankful that she did. And then, you know, that eventually led me to build more connections, build more professional relationships with other faculty that really, really rekindled my spark that I didn't know (laughs) needed help so badly. And then now, fast forward, I'm applying to PhD programs. Apps are due for me in probably less than two weeks. And when I had to reach out for letters of rec, and I reached out to my community college professor right away without hesitation, he was like, yes, I can write your letter. And with both of my professors, well, I got very close to three of my professors in Santa Barbara. Pero, you know, for typically for programs, you just need three letters of rec. So I had reached out to two that I felt, okay, could really, really speak highly and realistically. You know, I, I, I just, I don't, you know how I am. Both are very important to me. And without hesitation, without hesitation. And we sat through our Zoom meetings and... I just, even one of my professors, it, it wasn't my professor that meant professora that mentored me out of academic probation. It was my other professor from Santa Barbara. He straight up told me, don't worry, it's going to work out, Estrella. You're going to get in. You're going to get in. I just know it. You're going to get in. And oh my gosh, when I tell you too, that just seeing that he submitted my letter of rec way before the deadline, number one, because um, when you, at least through the UC system, when you, um, hint, hint to what programs I'm applying to, in the UC system, cuando you're applying or whatnot, you make your whole profile, and then um, it keeps you up to date and notifies you when, hey, your recommender just submitted your letter. The program successfully received it. Y, y como se dice, when I, I saw that, and again, he just turned it in even before I finished my statement of purpose because I'm still getting it revised since I have time and edited and whatnot. I just got so emotional because I was like, dang, they really do believe in me because I mean, I wasn't expecting them to submit it last minute, but the fact that like I'm still working on my things and they already submitted it, like it's just... And that's why I can't, I can't, I can't ever, ever give up on you, mi gente. I can't because it's just like, I don't know what I can do for you, but I'm trying. I'm really trying. Not just in higher education, but whether you just need empowerment as first gen, just navigating new spaces, whether it's professionally or 
because you're trying to cultivate a business or whatever it is. It's just, that's why I just know in my heart, Cafecito con Estrellita is going to be here for the long run because I would have, I just, no one hustles harder than a first gen who's paving the way. And you can take that in any way that you would like that resonates with you because that's the most important. And it's just, I'm all for academia and higher education, but I want you to know too that if you don't want to do grad school or if you're a first gen that didn't want to pursue a higher education, but you're here because you feel community or you feel like you can trust me, just, just know I'm not giving up on you either because I've always said this. And it's funny because I looked back at my undergrad graduation speech, I mean, I wasn't, ex I, I didn't win to present the speech, but I look back and it had been a while since I looked at it and I still said and believe the same thing that I'm doing right now, which is we need everybody. We need everybody in these spaces with good intentions, empowerment, and wanting to make a difference, whatever that means for you. You know, because I mean, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm just, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just doing it the best way I think I, I know I can, you know? So I just want you to do that too. And whatever it means for you. And it's just, that's why mentorship, peer mentors, all of that is so important because when you feel that connection or paired up to the right mentor that aligns with the goals and the desires that you want and you keep that connection, eventually, eventually, it'll, it'll work out the way it's meant to, you know? And it's just like, these professors aren't even my professors anymore. Mis amigas that are so kind and helping me review my statements, they're not even in the same programs as me or in the same areas of study, pero it's like, having that accountability is those types of mentors and it's important and if you are in a space or you come across something that mentions hey there's mentorship check it out mentorship and it calls your interest please go ahead and just check it out try it out because it can take you so far you know and just having somebody even if it's one person one person that believes in you and that person happens to be doing what you're doing, it's going to make a difference because it is so hard to navigate a path when you feel like you're going into it blindfolded because there's no one in your immediate circle that has done it or, or can even connect you to the right people to get you there. And it's not their fault. It's not. Just like it's not your fault that you're navigating something so new. It's just something we together as a community need to, need to go through together. Y otra cosa, por favor, los pido, because I was in that exact position, especially when I was receiving so many setbacks in academia, feeling like I was never going to get to where I wanted to. Please, always ask, when you need it and feel it, ask for help. Like, yes, you're going to receive or hear people say things like, 
Just Google it, Google it. But there's some things you really can't just like Google because the internet is filled with so much information. It can be very overwhelming of a huge overload. And especially if it's written in academic jargon where it's like, yeah, it sounds fancy, pero you need to um, not always sound so academically jargony. I don't even know if that's a word because sometimes we just need to get straight to the point, especially if our brains are so tired because of everything we are navigating, school, working, whether it's one or two jobs, extracurriculars, family, your own self. Hmm. So that's why if you're in a position where you want to ask for help, you know if you asking for help will relieve you, even if you're scared, go ahead and do it. And I know it's easier said than done. I know it's easier said than done. And I'm not going to bullshit you. Like, gosh, I just cussed. I'm sorry. But oh, neta, neta. Like, you can do it. You can do it, okay? Obviously, there'll be things where it's like, okay, maybe you could have Googled that. I've been in that position. Pero también, you're going to be in a lot of positions where it's like, you know, having some help or some clarification would be very wonderful. Let me go ahead and, you know, so I can give you a really recent example on that for myself. So as I'm applying to these PhD programs, a lot of them in the interdisciplinary research area I'm tr trying to get into, they don't require GRE, but they need writing samples and they need, a couple of them need research proposals. Again, not every program. That's why I always research your preferred desired program. Pero, so f I wrote my senior honors thesis completely in Spanish, okay? And for one of the programs, they said They'll, that it works, they'll accept it because either way, the language requirement, da, da, da. pero luego, the other PhD program I'm trying to get into, even though it's the same area of study, they had told me that unfortunately, they would not be able to accept the senior thesis as my writing sample because it's all primarily in Spanish. And even though a language requirement is required for that PhD, they need a writing sample in the English to make sure that I am able to articulate myself and can pretty much write like a researcher, if that makes sense. So I had to go back and do some digging and I'm still finishing up that, like I have that writing sample, but that's a whole other story. But that's what I mean. Even though the websites for these two programs that have the exact same name said that writing samples were required and X amount of pages... I still reached out to clarify, hey, I have this writing sample that meets the criteria, but it's in Spanish, even though this program is this and still needs it as a language requirement. Can I submit this? One program said yes. One program said, unfortunately, no. But that's what I mean. There's just some things where it's just like, if you cannot find the clarification or answer, especially because... I know I'm using grad schools as an example, but that's because it's kind of my thing, especially when it's something where it's just like the GRE was just recently taken off, so they put a new substitute, you know? So it's important. It's important to like, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> All right, mi gente. So now that we heavily covered 
academia, higher education topics, we're going to move forward to some sweet, innocent chisme. Maybe I should start, like, <laughs> you know, giving it that official name before making this trans. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes on after this solo episode in regards to that. Pero, again, I know I'm always saying thank you and how grateful I am for all of you, but it's true. Because, okay, mi gente, I have a... It's it's only for a couple of days, but still, still, I never, I promise you, never in a million years did younger Estreita, and I'm talking about younger, child, baby Estreita, ever think that she'd get to this level? Pero I'm going to be attending a special event that influencers, maybe celebrities, um, typically attend. And it's not going to be in California. And it's just so crazy. It's so crazy to me. And I'll definitely tell you this, mi gente, because transparency is always, always key here. <laughs> in the, I've been doing this whole influencer thing, I feel like for a while. Pero, you know, it's just like all things take time. So, you know, and in this year alone... I've been invited to about four influencer events. This one, I don't know if I could count it as like my fifth because, well, we'll see. After I attend it and seeing how it goes because it's like, oh my gosh, um, then, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, mi gente, there were a couple I had to unfortunately decline because it happened. It might sound so silly to all of you, but I'm going to be real. I had to unfortunately decline a few of them because classes, student teaching requirements, or just things revolving school. And then the other ones I had attended, they aligned well where it's like, okay, I can go because X, Y, Z, you know? And it's just, and I also like to keep in mind too, because if you all remember, I still work in a school district. I just want to make sure que no abuso. Like, you know, PTO, I know people will always say, take your PTO, take your PTO, and I do, I do, pero tampoco for me, and I think I've mentioned this in the past, I don't just like to use it all at once, back to back to back, because I know there's going to be a moment where it's just, I may come to work a little later, but I can still come to work, I just have to put like my comp time or whatever is required because of my speaking engagements. I haven't had many happen this semester, but that's okay. We'll see how spring goes. Pero um, for the ones I did have, because spring was a very heavy month for me. Like this last spring was a very heavy month with back-to-back -back public speaking for me at a, uh, universities to give my my guest speaking. I don't want to call them lectures, but you know what I'm saying, um, at universities. So... I would use that time to also like, okay, I need to go do this, to speak at this university, da, 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 and it's all on Zoom, so it would work out. And so it's like, that's something I do keep in mind, where it's just like, okay, there are certain things I want to go to, da, 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 pero like, at the end of the day, and I know five years from now, I'm going to look back and just smile because it's going to be the exact same in the sense where it's just like, my main priority is you. Mi gente de primera generación en las universidades. Like, I'm serious. Education, higher ed, it's, and me getting my own higher education, my PhD, 
is important to me. So it's just like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it is challenging to say no to a certain little bit or to, you know, not, you know, but then it's like when I push aside that instant gratification, like, oh my gosh, you know what I'm saying? I remember, not remember, but because it's always in there, I quickly get, I guess reminded, yeah, I quickly get that reminder, like, Streya, remember, you are doing this for this because you love tu comunidad, primera generación en la universidad, etc. And I'm kind of like, yes, you know what I mean? Because there have been some really cool events where I'm just like, dang it, but at the same time, it's kind of like, girl, you are navigating different types of paths. So you got to, you know, kind of be a little strategic to make sure it can all still go well the way it's meant to. It's so cool because recently I got one of the kindest compliments. Someone had told me, Estrella, what I, what I like about you and it's what see on your platform is that you are a very well-rounded person. And oh my gosh, that was just, oh my gosh, it really melted my heart because that is so important to me because it's, don't get me wrong, a lot of the social media stuff is cool. It's cool. But it was, uh, it's mi gente. Mi gente that are paving the way, breaking barriers through academia. It's just, you have my heart forever, you know? And that's why I know I said this before. I cannot, I cannot just marry whatever bare minimum vato comes my way. And, and the reason why I say it like that is because it's like, there are guys that will purposely just give you the bare minimum, even though like, not all of them, obviously. And most of the time it's because they themselves have a lot of healing to do. And that's why I make it my priority to make sure I'm holding myself accountable in my healing and growth journey. Porque yo sé también like, no, if I don't want like a bare minimum, I don't think a, people will want me as a bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? Just because I didn't do the healing work. So that's a whole, whole other topic in itself. So that's why wherever I end up next year, if, and hopefully I get into a PhD program, I'm just excited. I'm excited, especially because the programs I chose for a specific reason, because not only can they, just because of the the research that a lot of the faculty does, I knew can align with my mission and what I want to do with Cafecito con Estrellita, like, you know, for the future, you know, and it'll, it'll just work out. I can give you another hint. The programs I am applying to, they are in SoCal because también, I'm pretty sure, in vez en cuando, other Events will come up like, come on, I couldn't miss the 10-year anniversary with Me Too. Like, oh my gosh, that was just, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's, oh my gosh, mi gente, I love you all so much. So, so, so much. All right, mi gente, so we have officially come to an end. It's that time. I know, I know, pero it's okay because... I also, we have, we have deadlines to meet and we're going to get it done. Okay. I believe in you. Setbacks, setbacks, and 
redirections. It's all part of the journey, okay? You will get there. And (laughs) recuerda, mijita, your voice has so much power, okay? (laughs) All right, mi gente. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you can please subscribe, comment, rate, all that good stuff to the Cafecito con Estrellita podcast on any platform that you use to listen to your podcast. Por favor, cuídense y y hablamos pronto. Adiós.